Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, this is Stephanie here, also known as Giving Gal with episode number 76 of Giving Your Best Life. Friends, this episode is going to be a little bit different today, but I got the idea. It was on my heart and I thought, here we go. But I will say, I want you, well, first of all, please, please like listen to the whole thing. Um, Or maybe you don't and you hate this, this type of episode. And either way, if you could email me Stephanie at givinggal.com and let me know like, hey, I love this episode. Do this, you know, more in the future or no, I really didn't care for it. And if you didn't care for it and, you know, you listen to my other episodes, if you have ideas of things that you want me to chat about, send those to me or topics you want me to address or if you have questions, um, feel free to send those to me. So what I wanted to do today is I have a book, a, I have a goal to read a hundred books this year. Um, I have read 12, which means I am six behind schedule right now. I, I want to say I hope to catch up, but hope doesn't get you anywhere in your goals. Like if you just hope something. So I really need to be intentional, which I talked about in episode 75 about how we be intentional is I have to be intentional about the time that I spend each day reading. The good thing is, is I read multiple books at a time. And so I know probably by the end of this week, I will be able to log like three books at least. So I'll kind of get caught up a little bit. So anyways, I wanted to share with you the books that I've read this year so far and just a little bit of snippet and my thoughts on it. And then if you have a book that like you want me to read or was like your favorite book, I just want to start this conversation because books are so much part of my life. As you guys know, I am an author. Um, I've written The Giving Challenge, The Gratitude Challenge, Children's Book Giving Gal. Um, If you haven't read them, please go get a copy at givinggal.com backslash shops. Um, I would love your support. But, um, you know, the you become a better writer. If you want to be a writer, you have to read. And the more you read, the better writer that you become. Um, so I make sure I read a lot. Also reading, I know on last episode 75, I touched base at the end about social media is me having a big reading goal is one of the ways that I, I guess one of the tactics I use to stay off social media 
Because if I find myself scrolling, which I haven't been doing that since I'm really trying to stay off social media, but if I found myself scrolling, it'd be like, no, you're behind on your reading goal. You know, you should go read. I also set up, I try to read at least 60 minutes in the morning. And then if I can get more in later in the day, um, I will. But if I haven't hit that 60 minutes, then it's like, okay, get off social media, go read your books. So Let's dive right in. The books that I've read, and I'm not going to give, so if you're like, oh my gosh, Stephanie, going through 12 books, this is going to take forever. I'm not giving like big reviews, big synopsis. I'm just going to be like quick hit as it relates to the book I've read, what I thought about it, and if if I think you might be interested. So the first one, I think I might have already talked about this on a previous episode. I can't remember, so I'm going to apologize. But it was Here We Go Again, My Life in Television by Betty White. I listened to this book. I do think there's a difference between listening and reading. Um, so I listened to this book. The reason that I listened to this book is because Betty was actually the one that narrated the book. And I just love her life. I love her attitude. If you need something that's uplifting. um, Also, what I love about her is she saw everything as an opportunity. It didn't matter if she was getting paid, hardly getting paid. It was just like, it was an opportunity. And that's how her whole career was. Um, And just like the dedication to Um, her husband and her craft. Like she had some big opportunities in her life and she didn't take them um, because of like a dedication of where she was at and what she lived. So that's one that I recommend. And it was just timely because um, I listened to it like I think it was the week she passed away. So that's Here We Go Again by Betty White, My Life in Television. The next book is The Next Person You Meet in Heaven. This is by Mitch Albom. I've read a lot of Mitch's books. I will say this was not my favorite book. Um, You do have to meet or read The Five People We Meet in Heaven or something like that. I would recommend that before this one. Now, I will say it was a little bit slow for me in the beginning, but there was a twist in the book. And I will say I typically see, like when things happen later on in the book, I typically know that's what's going to happen. And I don't know if that's just like my investigative mind that I pick up on like subtle details or if it's because I'm an author. Um, But this one, I didn't, I didn't catch it. And so when authors can get me like that, I'm impressed. And so this one, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to give you an extra star because you got me. Um, But that's The Next Person You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Albom. The next book that I read was Two Who Survived, Keeping Hope Alive While Surviving the Holocaust by Rose Schindler. Oh my gosh, friends. So I listened to this book because the book is about Rose and her husband. They were in... um they were survivors of the Holocaust. Obviously that's what the book title says, but Rose is still alive and Um, She had done an interview with Andy Andrews, who is one of my favorite authors. You can go read anything by him and you're going to love it. Um, But she, her husband is dead. He has passed away, but she's still alive. And so she reads her half of the book and the emotion, oh my gosh, friends, the emotion that it's still there after all these years of surviving the Holocaust and having a wonderful life the depths of 
what she went through is still very raw. And so I recommend this book. Um, It's also a book, I read these types of books, especially about the Holocaust, because one, we should never forget. And that's why she wrote this book. And she did a lot of speaking because she never wants people to forget about the Holocaust. The other thing too, is that um, if you're having a woe is me day, like you have no excuses really um, once you listen to Rose and her story. So that's Two Who Survived, Keeping Hope Alive While Surviving the Holocaust. I listened to the next book is 1984 by George Orwell. Um, Not really a fan of the book, but everything going on in society, this has become a popular book again. I don't think I ever read this. If we were supposed to read it in school, I never did. And so I listened to it. I I didn't care for listening to it. I probably should have read it. And um, I mean, it does have some interesting things in it, but I I would skip it. If you have limited time, I would not recommend 1984. Uh, Next book that I read was Home to Italy by Peter Pezzelli, P-E-Z-Z-E-L-L-I. I will say the only reason I picked up this book was I love Italy. I've only been there once, friends, but I loved it. And I still have a dream of like going back to Italy, going to Tuscany, going to Florence, and just spending time over there, pretty much doing like an eat, pray, love, except I'm just going to eat and write while I'm over there. And so anytime a book has the word Italy or Tuscany in the title, it just draws me in. The other thing is, is I never read what books are about. I don't read the back cover. I want to be surprised. And um, shockingly, this was a good book. I love the story. And I wasn't expecting, just because I had never heard of this book, and it was one of those that I just picked out because of the title. So this is one I would I would recommend um, to you. I would I would put this as like a book that you just don't really want to think about, and you want to just flip the pages and and kind of enjoy, and you want to maybe cry a little bit and laugh. Um, this would be one home to Italy. The next book is this was recommended by a couple of my friends is the book of lost friends by lisa wingate i've read several of her other books by lisa wingate i think the other one was the prayer box that's the one top of mine i know i've read other books of hers but um i did enjoy this book maybe not my favorite of hers but again i enjoyed it i got a as I'm recording this, I can't remember. A, I remember some of what it's about, but not everything, but it it was a good book. So I, oh no, I will think one thing that kind of confused me is I, I, if I remember correctly, this book, there were too many characters and um, I think she went like back in time and then current. Sometimes I get lost in those. So um, I did have some struggles there with this book, but Lisa, she's a great writer and um, I would read anything by her. The next book is The Amber Photograph, and it's by Penelope Stokes. I love Penelope Stokes. If you haven't read anything, you again, you can pick up her books, and I've read quite a few of them. Actually, right now I'm reading another one, but we'll save that for another time. If you are enjoying kind of the book review. The Amber Photograph, so these stories are fiction, but they could be nonfiction and the storytelling and the 
the way she connects and just kind of the depths of the stories and the layers to them. I really like it. I always love the characters. I feel like I get to know the characters. She's one of those authors that um, just does a good job of building her character, has good character development. And um, yeah, so anything by Penelope Stokes, but this one was the Amber Photograph. Okay, the next book, I'm shocked that I read this book. Every time I tell somebody I read this book, people laugh. And I read it because my friend... Rebecca, who has been on multiple episodes, she recommended this book. And it's Jessica Simpson's open book. And I fell in love with Jessica Simpson. I really, it was one of those books of, you really don't understand how mean people are to celebrities. And I don't think we realize the depth of what celebrities see and what they take in. And she just had some traumatic stuff growing up as a child and, um, you know, through her marriage with Nick Lachey. And I, I don't know, just her whole journey was fascinating and that she's been very, very successful. Um, she didn't have a lot of success in the beginning, but kind of just kept showing up and working hard. And, um, you know, I mean, now she has a, a I believe like a billion dollar clothing line type thing. But this is one of the only books that I've read, especially where it is um, like a biography. I did not want it to end. I felt like I was friends with Jessica Simpson, which I believe we could be friends because our birthdays are, I think we're three days apart and we seem to have a lot in common a lot that we don't have in common, but I I love this book and I got a heart for for Jessica. I became a, a big fan. I don't know if I was a big fan of hers back in the day. I mean, I guess I kind of was because I did like her music and I watched that show with her and Nick. But anyways, I, I rekindled my love for Jessica Simpson. So I recommend that. The next book that I recommend everybody read is The Holy Bible. I set a goal last year to read through the Bible. It, it took me a little bit longer than a year. It took me a year and two months, but I did finish it. And I love the Bible. I recommend if you want to read the Bible straight through, or actually I don't recommend that's how you read the Bible straight through. Um, I feel like the times I've tried to read the Bible straight through, I got lost. I got distracted. I didn't focus on it. I do Nikki Gumbel's, um like year, read the Bible in a year. And it's on version app, but I'm big on like having the version app for the devotional, but you have your physical Bible in front of you. So you can take notes, you can underline, um, you can put like, for me, when Nikki does it, he's using the Old Testament and the New Testament and weaving everything together. So um, I challenge you to set that as a goal one year is to read through the entire Bible and do a devotional that that really helps you learn um, about the Bible. Okay, hands down, favorite book of the year. Maybe this book, I would probably forget this if you asked me, but I would put this book in my top five. Um, it is Corey Ten Boom. It's the sequel to The Hiding Place. So I read The Hiding Place last year, a couple years ago. Again, she is a Holocaust survivor. And so The Hiding Place is about like her family story leading up um, to them going to the Holocaust and then the Holocaust and getting out. This next book, it has the best title of any book I've heard, Tramp 
for the Lord. Yes, you heard that right, tramp, T-R-A-M-P, for the Lord. And it is basically like her life after the Holocaust, what she went through. And man, I found myself stopping to take, I listened to this. I think it's Corey reading the book. I'm not for sure. I told myself it was, and I just fell in love with the lady who was reading the book. But I had to stop myself and take notes and just about trusting God and your faith in God um, over and over again. She is a reminder of what God can do in your life if you have trust in Him um, and, and what that looks like. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to like really believe it and take the action to follow through and be obedient. So um, it was a quick listen. It would probably be a quick read, but Tramp for the Lord, Corey Ten Boom, top five books of all time. Next book, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Um, I love this book. It's I'm doing a project with Batesville, one of the Batesville schools, and we are doing um, a project around Malawi. And if you guys know, I'm a big fan of Lessons with Love. It's a nonprofit that I'm heavily involved in and basically raising children out of poverty, make sure they get education, make sure they f- get fed, make sure they get clothed. And um, this book was just a- another eye opener of the tragedy that we still have in our world, the poverty that we still have in our world, but the power of determination, the power of reading, the power of books. And this little boy's story is incredible of what he went on to do and the obstacles that he overcame. Another reason why I love this book, and it's very similar to like when I said the Holocaust books, is it's a great reminder. I really have nothing to be complaining about. Like life could be so much worse. So that was The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. It, they have a children's book, and then I read the young adult version, and so this would be a great book to um, read with your children. I, I think there's so many lessons that your children, if you have children, that they could learn from. Okay, friends, last book that I'm going to talk about is A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. So this is by W. Philip Keller. I had never heard of this author, or at least I don't remember but he has a lot of books. This book was recommended to me by my friend, Chad Wright. And I will admit, it. this book, even though it looks so small, it took me a while to get through. And not because I didn't like it. It's because you just want to soak in. It is so incredible about this guy was actually a shepherd. He had sheep. And it is incredible about how do I want to say this? The links that a shepherd goes to care for their sheep and how that relates back to our lives and how it's mapped out in Psalm 23. I don't know. It's just amazing. I love this. This is book. So if you've made it this far and you want a copy of this book, I think I have, well, I've mailed two copies to a friend. I may have like eight copies left. I just gave another one away. So if I have any copies left by the time you shoot me an email, stephanie at givinggal.com, I will send you a copy of this book. So um, that is all I have for you, friends. I believe 
that diving in, spending time reading, reading by yourself, reading to your children, um, doing this in lieu of a bunch of other stuff is going to be just another way that you can get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.